and there we go. Oh, it's got a I countdown. Got Holy a countdown. shit. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Professional Awesome Racing's Hypercritical Radio. I'm Hayden Lowe, and I'll be your host for today. I'm joined by... Mike Lewin. Devin Giles. And today we don't have a guest. So or Dan. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, or Dan the man. Facts. Only good thing. He's hiding right. today. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so today... The first thing we're going to start off with is the RPM Act. We had quite a few people bring it up like, hey, what is this? Like, Or like, what are your feelings on it? And then people kind of uh, have been saying their opinions over the internet as they see fit. And Mike's not happy with that. So... <laughs> yeah, fuck what's your not, opinion. What, not, 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 what's your, <laughs> not what's your fucking problem, Mike? That's not, that's not like... Okay, that's, that just sounds weird. <laughs> anyway... So obviously people have been, you know, posting the RPM Act. Everyone's like, sign this shit, sign this shit, call your senators and sign this shit and blah, 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 blah. And, 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 and we need to talk. Everybody, we need to sit down. <laughs> and I want you to sit down right now if you're standing up. If you're in a car, great. But we need to talk about this. Because this is a perfect example of where people have no idea what they're talking about or supporting. And really, it would take you... Maybe how long, Hayden? Three, three, two, one, thirty seconds to actually yep. read the entirety of the fucking bill and what it's about. And this isn't to say that the bill is good or bad. This is just saying that you don't even know what you're talking about or what you're signing. So everyone arguing about it, and most people just haven't read it. So the first thing I'm going to say is fucking read it. Just read. Just go out and read it. Here, we're going to put a link. In the description, Hayden, Hayden had that idea. We're going to put that link in the description. But anyway, past that link, I'm going to tell you something. This is really cool. And if you don't know about this, you should really know about this. Because, you know, if you're an American citizen, if you're freaking somewhere else in the world, you can completely ignore this portion of it. But there's a website called congress.gov. All the bills are on it. You can read what they say. So when someone tells you, a talking head somewhere, tells you that something's happening... I'm going to guarantee it's not happening, and it doesn't say that in the bill. And this is a perfect example of that particular situation, where people are like, sign this, sign this, it's going to be great for us, you know, sign this, sign this, sign this, where it's presented as something that it is not. So, now, Hayden, if you would like, can you go and read section three of this bill that is no more than one, maybe one and a half pages, but it is the detail in which is important to us. Yes. So Section 3 is the exemption from the anti-tampering provisions. And Section 3, Part A says, in general, Section 3, Section 203A of the Clean Air Act is amended by adding at the end of the following. No action with respect to any device or element of design described in Paragraph 3 shall be treated as a prohibited act under that paragraph if the action is for the purpose of modifying a motor vehicle into a vehicle to be used solely for competition and that vehicle is not authorized for the operation on a street or highway. Awesome. Thank you. That's it. That is it. That is the most important part of it. There's some other legal garb jargon in there, like when it would be, you know, when it would come out, basically when it would be active, all that fun stuff. But otherwise, that is the freaking bill. That is it. There's no other garbage in there. There's nothing else. That is the freaking bill. So the important part about this is the 
purpose of modifying a motor vehicle into a vehicle to be used solely for competition. And that vehicle is not authorized for operation on a street or highway. So, everybody who races and takes their street car with a VIN and turns it around into a race car, perfect bill for you. This is what you want. It'll save you from getting in trouble. It'll save people who make parts from getting in trouble. All that fun stuff. But all the people who modify your car and drive it on the street, which is like, I don't know, 95%. 90, yeah. It does shit. It is nothing. <laughs> it is a big nothing sandwich. There, there, there is nothing here to save you. Nothing here to allow you to tinker with your car, do all those things that you want to do, have your car tuned, all that stuff. If you ever, if it ever touches a street, it is not legal. It does nothing for you, and you need to know that because all these people are like, sign this, sign this, sign this. Doesn't help you, period. Doesn't help your Civic, doesn't help your, like, it, as simple as, doesn't let you do anything at all to modify the engine components on your car at all, period. You cannot put a cold air intake on it unless it is carb legal. And even then, that's like an impossibility because carb legal is very difficult to do because it costs a whole bunch of money. That's the point here is that people keep pushing this and they're like, this is going to solve some problems. This, is gonna... this solves shit problems. It allows us to take cars and still race with them and trailer them to tracks and race with them, which is good for us. But it is not good for the majority of the aftermarket. Most of the companies who make parts don't make parts and rely on on race cars as their primary source of income they're relying on all of these street vehicles that have modifications to them that they drive around on the street how many how many alpha omegas and how many gtrs does freaking ams build that end up only being trailer to the track what like one mm, out of 20 two to three yeah, yeah like <laughs> total like are you kidding me there's, they're literally freaking videos of them street racing. Like it's the point being that it doesn't save those manufacturers. It doesn't save anybody. And if your goal is to save those manufacturers and your goal is to save the entirety of the aftermarket, this is not enough. This doesn't do what you want it to do. You need to call your senators, your representatives, whatever, and tell them you need more than this because it's not going to solve the problem. And that, like I said, this alone is not going to save the industry. I think, you know, I'm a little bit more, you know, I, I, I've, you know, diverged from some people in terms of emissions and things like that. Cats aren't bad to me. I don't know why people cut cats off cars. It doesn't make any freaking sense. I mean, you know, not steal them, but you get the point. Cats aren't bad. Emissions compliant equipment isn't necessarily bad. But I think the heavy handedness of this whole thing is a problem, right? It's either it's either stock or nothing, and I don't think it really should be that way. I think you should have some leeway in there, but this functionally doesn't give you any leeway. It doesn't do that. So I think there's a middle ground here that can be reached, but this bill isn't it. This isn't a savior bill. This isn't anything. It doesn't help most of the people who are excited about it or, or posting about it or anything like that. So it just needs to be known. Go over, read it, you know, read it from a description, whatever you do, just read it and understand it so that you can talk to your representative, talk to somebody, and actually, hopefully, we can get a bill that's a little bit broader in its interpretation so that you can have some of your streetcars. If, if not, then it's all going to go away. This doesn't protect anybody. Like I said, even if they pass this, you still can't have your cars, your modified cars on the street. If it started with a VIN, you cannot touch the engine. That's how you have to think of it. There is nothing you can do. You cannot touch anything that 
goes in or out of the engine. That is from literally air filter all the way back to the exhaust pipe. Nothing can be touched. That's fundamentally what the Clean Air Act says. In this case, it doesn't help you if you have a streetcar. So super important that you understand what you're supporting and also understand what that means in the long term. Because if this is your hobby and you're either an aftermarket owner, uh, you know, business owner, you make parts, you do this, you do that, all these things are important to understand because they could be gone relatively quickly. And I really like electric vehicles. We've talked about it before. But I still think there's, you know, obviously a side, the, the, the aftermarket in terms of as a whole, there's still a huge support structure, right, for um, internal combustion engines. Yeah. And this mm -hmm. doesn't help that. This doesn't help that. So read it, call your representative, do whatever you need to do. If you don't believe this is enough, push. All I want, all I'm saying is that I don't care what your opinion is. You don't have to tell me what it is. You could want to dirty up the planet. I really don't give a shit. What I'm saying is understand what you're supporting. Whatever direction you'd like this to go, do what you want. But know what this means because it definitely doesn't help streetcars. Seriously. <laughs> and that's Mike's corner for the day because this is how everything is. And unfortunately, I'm not trying to like lecture you people, but this is how everything is, unfortunately, is that people just get caught up in it, you know? Like people just get excited and they get caught up in it. They think it says something, they think it's doing something it's not. And that's unfortunate. Just read it, you know, get to know it. This goes with everything in life. Just do your research. And this is, honestly, this is one, a great one because it's so simple to do the research. It's tiny. There's nothing to it. So read it, know it, send people angry messages, try to get it fixed if you believe it should be fixed, all that fun stuff. Yeah, it's, it's literally under 500 words. Like it's, I think my articles are like 17 times longer than this, this passage. Seriously, seriously. It's like, I've tweeted longer than this. Yeah, for the most part. Um, it's, it's insane. So it's like, yeah, I, I, I mean... Obviously, we got a lot of friends, we got a lot of partners, we got a lot of people who are in the aftermarket industry, and all that stuff will go away. And so there is a there's an impetus to have some, you know, reasonable reform, um, especially as the, you know, people say, oh well, it, something's changed. It's like not really. It hasn't changed. This isn't this isn't a new thing. This is a, an existing thing that it's as if you know, I, I use this example and and people think I'm crazy, but it, it, like sodomy laws. If you if you know what sodomy laws are. You can go type that into the Google and enjoy it. But <laughs> what, what I mean by that is that there's sodomy laws on the books in a lot of states. Do you think they're enforced? Most of the time, not. A lot of them have finally been, you know, been repealed, but they exist. And, and people could be reasonably, I hate laws, where they're not enforced. Because why are they laws then? That's freaking stupid. Why do we so, exist? Yeah, why do you exist? <laughs> Get out of here, law. Anyway... <laughs> That's like Stupid. it's like a sodomy law where nobody's enforcing it. So why does it exist? It's not necessary, and that's the point. And that's exactly like this. I know I just completely freaking put a parallel between sports cars and sodomy, but not the same thing. Obviously, completely <laughs> the rest of that's okay. That, uh, yeah, only you can, can find some relatable grounds in between those two. So I mean, I, oh I applaud yeah. you. What even. can I say? Yeah, I just I'm just trying to make it relatable to the general population who I'm sure have understood both sides of that. So oh, yeah, you got that's all. Oh God, <laughs> I got a gift. I get recognized. So, so yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm done with the, I'm done with my uh, angry half rant there. All right. Well, hey guys, just take a read, you know, glance it over. We're not, understand it properly. So Mike will calm down and uh, 
you know, don't let us know what you think, but let us know what you think. Oh my god. Yeah, if you, if you like it, you like yeah. it. If you don't, if you think it needs to go further, like I said, we got a lot of people in the aftermarket. We got a lot of friends who are going to be hurt by this kind of thing if, if more and more people get, um, you know, fined for this type of work. So we completely understand. And this is this is your opportunity to, you know, put your power together and see see if you can get something done. I mean, this is it. And I just, and I mean, like like you said, seeing as. Uh... I mean, they make a lot of their money off the people who just put these on cars that go out on the street. Uh, right. You're going to lose a lot of your businesses that are making everything for the track anyway because so right. much of their business goes on street cars. Right. So then you have just backtracking and engineering, period, because now you can't buy anything. Right. And that's the, you, that's the hard got, part about all this. You've got nothing to, to move forward with because exactly. nobody's going to make money from just the cars on the track. Yeah, yeah it's, race it's cars very don't difficult. really have the proper value. Yeah, it's it's really it's really hard. You need a real niche market to be able to make money off of just the race cars, and that sucks. So, just keep that in mind. I mean, like I said, read it, understand it, talk to somebody about it. You know, actually, if you believe in it and you want, you know, if if this is your thing, if you if you have a business in it, if this is your life, if this is your hobby, all that fun stuff, then this is your opportunity to fight for it. If not, then don't. Lots of people are apathetic. Well, so. so Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, so kind of bouncing off that. Now, we just talked about those very companies that, you know, we want we want to see them thrive um, even after even after something might be passed or we want to we want to make sure that their companies stay open. But those very companies are the ones that sponsor us, that give us the uh, the allowance that we have to to get out of there on the track, be it in parts or in um funding or however they go about it and i know Devin, you wanted to hit some points on sponsorship so well you know i just wanted to uh basically i want to help out some of our uh some of our listeners and things like that as as most of you know we have partners as professional awesome racing um rather it you know being just for the evo just for the s2000 or things like that so the main thing that i want to cover that people seem to not be able to grasp is uh Partnership is it's a two way, it's a two way road, right? Now usually people say you know just bring value and then you can fucking you can race, you know. And but I think people are missing what value actually means, right? So if you say exposure, you can get go ahead get fucked. Like unless you have like such a wide you know like gears and gasoline type of following where you you're damn near in the millions then you're not exposing shit. Like, your, your 10,000 Instagram followers, it's just not enough, right? But if you have engagement, um, if you're legitimately talking to people and people respect your opinion, then, you know, then you, you have something there, right? So I... You know, random things, whether it be charity work or um, you run a Facebook group that, that helps people. Like, it's... Uh, you you can bring uh, engagement and a, a legitimate following in different different ways. Um, I just I just don't like I don't want people to continue to be stuck on the fact that all I have to do is go win races and then everybody will love me and then sponsors just come knocking my door. That's not how that works. Yeah, this right? isn't NASCAR. Like this we have yeah this this just like because even like piggybacking on that like even pro racers that we know that are fucking phenomenal drivers and they win more more times than not 
And, you know, they're still looking for seats as well. Like, so being fast is part of the equation, sure. But I think as as time continues to go on, it is less of part of the equation. Like, you have to have more than that. Like, think of anybody that has uh, a decent amount of partners or has some strong partners. What else do they do? Like, just like sit down, think about it. Are you back here? What else did they do? You can think of anybody... Anybody can think of, like for me, for instance, I write articles and things like that. I do photography. I do this podcast. Like I do a lot of different things that I can't even talk about, right? As a team, we we do a lot of consulting. We do a lot of, like, we help you, right? So like, just think about something that can make, not unique, but just something that you're good at, that you like doing. And if you can help people, that engagement just naturally comes. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think there's something to that, and and yeah, the the big point here is bad news. Just because you're good doesn't mean that you deserve a partnership. Period. Winning races, going fast. As much as that pains me to say it, because that's all I care about. Like that's that's <laughs> that's who I partner with, right? Because I just like helping people go fast, and it's and it's bad because that might not be the best engineering choice, or sorry, engineering marketing choice, but it is. Mm-hmm. I like helping people who are like-minded, right? Like me. But Correct. you got to understand that these massive companies, especially the bigger companies, even the medium-sized companies, they have somebody with the title of marketing in it. And I'm going to mm-hmm. insult the marketers for a second. And I'm going to say they have, whenever I see somebody's got a, a degree in marketing, they, they have a degree in guessing. That's what I always say. And it's funny because <laughs> they don't like that. But they literally have a degree in guessing because there is... No, anybody marketer, any any person in marketing can tell you that they've got a, they know that this is perfectly, this is going to work exactly where they think it is, and everything's going to be amazing. They're lying to you. That's impossible. People are impossible to to know what's going to work or not. Friggin' Popeyes went friggin' viral and started the the chicken sandwich craze by being assholes to people. Like, really? Did they think that was going to work, or did some guy who was in charge of you know? 20 year old who freaking is all hipsterish in charge of their um, Twitter account Twitter. said some shit and then all of a sudden it blew up. That's what happened. It wasn't a plan. There was no <laughs> plan. Chicken sandwiches have been around forever. Chicken sandwiches good though. Um, I mean, America, America does love these sandwiches. They love them sandwiches. Anyway, so now everybody's got a chicken sandwich. Some people have released chicken sandwiches twice. Burger King's got three chicken sandwiches since that sandwich came out. So did McDonald's. It's funny because they keep releasing new sandwiches. And they're like, this one's not good enough. I need another one. It's uh, whatever. Okay. We completely diverged on sandwich land, but I really like chicken and I really like chicken sandwiches. Anyway, <laughs> the point being that the point being that these people in these companies have marketing in their name. They are marketing. You can call them marketing executives. They're, they're marketing managers. They are brand managers. They're in brand and bad. You know what I mean? So they're, they're in charge of the brand. They aren't racers a lot of the times. Sometimes they are, mm-hmm. but most of the time they're looking at whatever the standard metrics are for engagement, ROI, all these terms that they think mean something, but I absolutely, in an engineering sense, disagree with. But anyway, they just go out there and they're just looking for people who they think meet that idea of data. And so they'll go out and people will send them you know, some guys like I got 80,000 Instagram followers and they're like, wow, that's crazy. And then they ask for their engagement and stuff like that. And they have decent engagement and they're like, here's some parts. And that person may never go to the track, may go to the track once and play 16th 
for all that matters in a class with 15 people in it. (laughs) (laughs) But that's okay because, one, most people don't know what is fast. Two, most people don't know good placement in in an event. And three, most people don't care. There you go. There it is. And it sucks, but it's true. As somebody who focuses on track records, focuses on doing the best we can, nobody cares. Your five people around you who do it with you care, right? Peers the care. people who are hard. What? What? Your peers care. Your peers but care. Not the companies. They do not give a flying fuck. Cares. I'm sorry. Like, it, it sucks that it's that way. It sucks. It really does because obviously it hurts my freaking soul. But I understand that nobody cares if you go up to somebody on the street who is a car guy and i don't call myself a car guy anymore because car guy is a negative connotation in my mind that was about to say it's a derogatory term it's a derogatory term that's insulting anyway moving on car guy (laughs) if you talk to a normal car guy in the street some guys like you know you're at a gas station guys like cool car and like yeah i race it in greedleft and i got these like three championships and i got first place and i got like three records and they're like they're like so how fast does it go horsepower does it have? How, can you like, do the dash? Yeah, exactly. Like, can uh, yeah, yeah. So you 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 drive it on track, and they're like, yeah, yeah, uh, okay. How how yeah? How fast does it go? Um, what? I don't know. I I can't quantitate that to you. One one fifty <laughs> go one fifty. One seventy seven. Oh, okay. It, it, like, oh, okay, stop talking to me. <laughs> but that guy with his Subaru, with his Civic, with his you know Miata, with his whatever, he might go turn around and buy something that's on your car that he saw. That wing, that you know, that those wheels, that suspension, whatever it may be, and he has no idea what you've done, and it honestly means nothing to him. And that's the problem: is that. What what I it took me a while to re- realize is what I hold dear in my heart is not what other people hold dear in their heart, and what I deem as a reasonable reason to spend money is absolutely it's crazy absolutely not what other people deem as reasonable reasons to spend money, right? Every we've talked about this before. Every dollar we spend, we look at the cost benefit analysis and try to do as much as we can with it. Other people go, that part is shiny, and they buy it. And I'm not trying to shit on that. They can do whatever they want because it's their money and have fun with it. But their thought process is much different than mine, and I cannot force my thought process on them. And, And that especially doesn't work when it comes to marketing. So nobody gives a shit how many wins you have, how many records you have, or anything like that. If you only have five people who listen to you, it sucks. Now that we're past mm. that terrible news for everybody involved. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to try to be positive for everybody else, right? Right. So exactly. if you are but, looking for new, new partners, right, um, I, I, there are some avenues, right? There, there are people in, in these companies, especially motorsports companies, I, I guess you could say, uh, that are car people that, that genuinely dig car stuff um so finding uh people that accept you for for like basically who you are so always be you don't try to make make something else up like don't yeah don't play a persona you you, figure out where the value comes from 
right? Devin told me not to say this exact thing, and I'm going to say it. Oh, boy. Figure out where the value comes from in your personality or what you can bring. And I know that's a completely open, and people say that open-ended question. But hopefully Devin can explain, because he already has explained some of his value, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but you have to figure out where you come in. Yeah. I mean, it's it's – Everybody, it's, you have something that you, that's, that's different than anybody else. And what drove you here? Some people may even like your story. Um, someone's good. Most of the time, someone's going to like what you're doing. And that's really what you need for almost any of these companies. I can tell you at least five times uh, since I've been racing that I've gotten linked up with somebody, whether it worked out or not, just because they liked what I was doing. They liked who I was as a person. Right. So that's, you know, these they're, they're still are humans most yeah. of the time. Uh-huh. Most of the time, yeah. <laughs> people making decisions. That's all. I mean, it's people making decisions. Yeah. And, and, and again, like I said, it's guessing. But the pro- yeah. like, like I said, the problem is that a lot of these people who are marketing people, they aren't making decisions in a vacuum. They have people to, you know, they have people that they report to. And I, and, yeah. and I always think about, so when people make decisions, I always think about if somebody is above them and how they make a decision, decision differently from how they would make it if there was nobody overlooking them and how they make a decision if somebody is overwatching them, right? So if, if you're just doing something, and this is not like a right and wrong, this is not like a good and evil discussion, I'm saying from a critical sense, if in terms of engineering, if somebody is watching you, does your engineering get better or worse? Some people it gets worse, some people it gets better. Marketing people, they are looking for people who are going to make the brand better, make, you know, sell product. That's obviously the basis for everything. Well, if they have to, if they have to report to an owner, well, it's a lot easier to say this dude who, you know, has 80,000 followers, who, you know, takes 16 pictures a day, who maybe makes some videos, maybe he's not that smart like in terms of the technicality side of it, but he's really good at the flash. It's a lot easier to say, even if it doesn't work out, all of the signs point to this guy doing, you know, better in terms of as a partner, right? Where maybe that dude who only has 300, 400, 1,000, 1,500 followers and a smaller YouTube, but a really passionate YouTube and does the more technical side of things and that's what the customers are looking for, that could also be good for them, but you have to think, and, and at least that's the way I think about it. You can tell me if I'm wrong, but the way I think about it is that the person who has all those followers, even if they aren't doing a great job, it's easier to explain that value if something goes wrong than it is to explain the value in the person you are quote unquote taking a chance on, right? And so that's why they make those decisions. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree. Uh, only thing I would say is if, let's say if the 80,000 one wants, let's say the arbitrary number, $5,000 worth of product, and the one that you take a chance on only sure. wants 500, then it might be, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, there's that, always a cost. That flyer might be. Yeah. Exactly. No, that, I mean. That flyer and, and, and might be, sure. it could be a home run. You know? I know. So, I'm just, again, yeah, what you're guessing. Right. And it's, a, yeah, you have a degree in guessing. And that's my point is that, 
that I just want people to understand that, you know, it, this in conjunction with, you know, the, the lower guy who has less followers, who has less engagement, less of stuff, but wins races, knows the technical side, all that fun stuff. That used to be us, right? That's that's how we play the game, mm -hmm. is that we know the technical side. We really like doing sets. We tried to do some media early on. We, If you haven't, go to our YouTube page and watch, us, watch our commercials. Anyway, we tried to do that kind of stuff, and it was a lot of fun, but it takes fun a lot facts. of time. Those what? commercials were fantastic. And I know. We need to get to back into more. it. I really want to do more <laughs> commercials because I love them. They were so much fun. Anyway, but that's the point is that we really tried to push those things. And that's really where our partnership started to grow is because we used to do things outside of winning. You know what I mean? It was stuff that we did outside mm -hmm. of winning. And that's not easy. Um, it's just another thing on the plate. It's another thing on the plate. And as people get more busy, as you get more responsibility, it's more things on the plate. But that's the point is that the winning isn't necessarily as important as the stuff outside of it. It isn't necessarily as important as the articles, as the videos, as the podcast, as the, the Facebook, as the whatever else, going to events, like just literally meeting people at events. I'm not even saying competing well. I'm saying just being in yeah. someone's Existing. face. Existing existing yeah existing yes, at an event, yeah. taking up space in the plane which is at an event it's 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 hard for people to understand that and it sucks like oh that person's not that fast why do they get so much support one the proposal was neat and clean two oh boy we're not gonna talk about fucking proposals the junk <laughs> oh i used to see yeah it's so bad yeah, when the proposal doesn't even come. Anyway, one, proposal was neat and clean. Two, they go out to events maybe occasionally. Three, they try. The, the try part is the big part. Just try. And a great, like people do this at the beginning of the year, right? You'll see people who are, who are start rolling back up their YouTube page to try to do more, stuff like that. And like Jeremy Swenson, right? We just had him on. Great. He is rolling on, trying to get more people to like and subscribe, all that fun stuff. We made that plug for him. Get over there and listen to him talk at the camera. But that's the point. He's trying to, to give more value than he previously did. Jeremy won a lot. He has a lot yeah. of track records. He has a lot of wins. He is known to be extremely fast. I can guarantee if he sticks with the YouTube, he'll have more partnerships than he did when he was winning. And then he's posting more. So they, with, with the, wherever, everything he's doing now is, is, should work out for him. Right, exactly. It's right in terms of the marketing side and the partnership side. But it takes a lot more effort. And even if he doesn't win in GLTC or otherwise, that's not the point. People, yeah, I mean, people like to see the hardship. People like, people to, like even stories. if you don't win. People like stories. Yeah. People want to be humanized. It, it, there's still people who like the crap teams in F1. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's still people ah! who, like, who like the Bengals. And, oh, and God. you know what I mean? Like, oh, there's, and, and the Bears. Well, and the yeah. Bears. Yeah, sorry, Devin. <laughs> You know, I, okay. I hope you like Dalton, but um, oh, God damn it. <laughs> there's, I don't even watch football that often, but that is a stupid choice. It hurts. Jesus it fuck, hurt. Yeah. Oh my God. I talk about it. That's like, yeah, never mind. I'm not even going to go into a car version of that. That's like swapping a rotary in a Corvette. That's, that's, I digress. Oh, oh, <laughs> there you go. I went there anyway, but the point, yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, go in the right direction. Anyway, the, um, 
that's the point is that there's still people who are hardcore about it. They just want to be a part of it. And sometimes the story is better than the, than the goal or the end solution that happened or the, the ending of the story. It is how you went through the story. It's being a part of the story is far more important than the ending. And, and I know it's hard. Like I said, for me, especially for people like me, it's hard to get your head around the fact that it's not all about winning. It's not all about being on the podium because most people don't care. They don't put your picture on the podium in the catalog. They don't put your picture of you on the podium or your record in the catalog or on their website or on their YouTube. You know what they do? They just take a video of the car or they take a picture of the car and somebody goes, that looks fast. And then they buy whatever it was. Like I say, you know, it's it's about the journey, not the end goal. I mean, we have so many peers that are doing great on the marketing side. I mean, look at the uh, like Wesley Motorsports, like that heavy yeah. ass challenger is hard as fuck to be competitive in. Right. And his but his program but yeah. is amazing. It brings so much more value than what they're giving him or what, you know, like like you said, the return investment, which is obviously a made up term and fucking, it's very hard yeah. to quantify because right. in our no one can industry, quantify, no one it's ever a lot can of quantify it. It's, yeah, it's there's there's not a lot of tangible evidence you can give back, right? But yeah. the intangibles can be so much greater that it's like, yeah, I gave you this five hundred dollar part or whether it's fucking five hundred dollars in cash, and I feel that I'm getting value of double or triple that, and that's how you have to look at it. How can right. we give somebody else value? Outside of and just it, being in your fucking car. Right. And that's, and that's what's hard. And, and, and I hope that's, you know, we're going to keep hammering on that subject because it's important. It's, and, and, and like, like people get upset. And I, I'm going to go here because I always, you know, don't mind going into the sketchy part of town. But people get upset, especially with women in our industry, who get more partnerships and more play than men who are doing better. Like that, that literally have better results, who, you know, supposedly do more, all that stuff. Unfortunately, yeah. for you men, they're still somewhat of a novelty. That's why they have more play. You cannot say, it, 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 and it is entirely men's fault in this whole scheme of things, because you're literally, the, you're literally following, right? You're the reason that they're, they have so many followers, because you, if you're complaining about them having more followers, even though they don't have you know, as much racing pedigree, aren't as good as all that stuff, but you're following them anyway, you're, you're promoting that brand. You are literally your the hate, customer. Your hate, your hate is engagement. Right. Your hate isn't. Yeah. Done. That's a, that's a great way to say it. Your hate Any is the engagement is they press. need. And well, that's, it's not that's even a bad thing. press because they're right. still promoting good things, but right. you're just like, I fucking, I can't. Ah! Yeah. And it, yeah, your, your hair is on fire and you don't <laughs> yeah. get it. That's the point. You're, 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 you know, I mean? whether you like her because she's attractive to you or because she's a good racer or because she has good content otherwise or whatever, she still has the engagement. If I do those things, you don't want to see, I'm not attractive. And, and that's an advantage. We talked about how people, some people have advantages. There's plenty of male, basically freaking models who race yeah, yeah. and they yeah. have more That's engagement. True. It might not be the same, but they still have more engagement. More attractive has always sold, period. Get the fuck over it. I'm sorry. It sucks, <laughs> but get over it. Like you can bring value otherwise. There's a lot of really ugly people who are on YouTube. You can find them at professionalawesome.com. So yes. <laughs> cross them, Devin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
You can find them on DIY Downforce. Anyway, yeah. the the point being that <laughs> you get like, get out there and do it, and 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 don't let that be the reason. You you you'll bring something else to the table. You might not bring you know the attractive spirit and all that stuff, but it's fine. You bring something else. That's the point. And stop trying to like push down other people for what they're doing when they're doing what you would have done if you had that advantage, right? I'm not, I, I don't think that you should take advantage of people, but if you have that particular advantage, that's marketing. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's not going to stop. It's leverage. never going to be any different. Yeah, it's never going to be any different. So stop complaining about it. And they may or may not sell. I've, I've always, I've made it a contention in the past. And I think it's right still. I think from a, from a analytical mindset, my mind is that like, if you have somebody who isn't a great racer, but um, you know, a female, let's say, let's use this example, like it isn't a great racer or anything like that, but sells a product. How many people are watching that person because she's a model and how many people are watching that because they're interested in their product? So once again, it's guessing right? You don't know how mm -hmm. many people are going to buy the product based on the fact that they're interested in the racing side or the fact that she's attractive. You don't know that. And you're guessing to find out. But either way, again, it's a lot easier to sell your boss engagement than it is to sell your boss the possibility of engagement. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're here. And that's what's hard for people to understand. So... It is what it is, again. So figure out a way for you to bring engagement. Some of the best YouTubers, some of the best car people, some of the best whatever, they're not, they're not overly attractive people. But they bring <laughs> something to the table that's interesting. They do something fucked up. And a lot of them I don't like, so I don't watch. But yeah, you might well, like them. Yeah, because you don't know what's cool. We already discussed this. But, um, oh, my God. Facts. So shameless plug here we also do uh that type of consulting as well so we do feel we free do. to hit us up on the website yeah we do uh we do marketing consulting we try to help you understand what you're looking for stuff like that we can help with some of the um the uh what's it called the partnership package proposals and things like yeah, that stuff yeah. like that yeah so so you can you can ask you know stuff like that we'll try to help um obviously if you go too far there's there'll be money involved but the point is that there's a there's a way to do it and the point is that every single person in your own little way can have some, you know, some value. You need to find what that value is. And really, the number one value out of all of this is just try. Just something. fucking do it. Post Somebody's going to like you. Just, you know, if you, if you don't take the shot, then uh, you ain't going to yeah. make the basket, bro. You, you miss you miss 100% of the shots you don't There take. we go. Whoever freaking <laughs> oh said it. God. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know who said it anymore. It's it's either Wayne Gretzky or someone else. I don't I don't know. Anyway, that yeah that that's the point. Just just try do something. I know a bunch of people on Instagram who literally post almost the same picture, but slightly different, and have. <laughs> uh, I'm not not joking. And they have ten no. to twenty times the following we do, because I yeah. don't yeah. post the same picture, and maybe I should. I don't know, but. That's what they do, and that's what they're good at. So they'll take these pictures with these slightly different backgrounds or something like that or different shading, a slightly different angle or whatever, and by the time they're done, they have a lot more engagement because they tried. They're willing to put the forth the effort to try. I mean, I won't well, harp on that topic anymore can, because I can move can, on to the next topic. At that point. He's good, well, he's I was good. just about to ask. We, so oh, go, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. I mean, like, even thinking about, like, team-wise, right? Like, our team page compared to my personal 
page, right? We have the same engagement, but we do it two different ways, right? Very different so ways. It's, Very different ways. It's, but they're complete opposites. So, you yeah. know, there's yeah. there's ways to do it. Most of most of ways is getting this cat, bros. Yeah, and I and I think that we try uh, on the on the professional awesome side of things, we try to really focus on um, giving the consumer, which is you guys, um, good information. Mm-hmm. rather than just giving you pictures and media, right? So we try to give you exactly. information. And on the other side of it, people, other people try to give you more media to consume, just like pictures and things like that. And I'm not saying that one is necessarily better than the other, but I know that I don't take good pictures, so I know that I can yeah. bring engineering. And so that's I focus on what I'm good at, right? We focus on what we're good at. Devin's better yeah. at pictures, so he takes more pictures and he posts more pictures. Yeah. And that's I'm the better point. at telling my, my, my story and... Their, right. you know, professional awesome page is better at being information. And I mean, like I said, it's two different markets, but it's still engaging. It's the same, same, actually same market. I mean, right. we're all like, but yeah, but it, but it so. serves a different need. It serves a different right. niche. Different People want to see some of those things. People like to hear what Devin is doing, what, what, you know, what, how you're working on a car today, you know, this, that, and the other thing, what decisions you're making. You're much, I mean, for good or bad, we've had this conversation before. You mm-hmm. are much more, um, what's the word? Uh, uh, you know when a celebrity is easy to talk to. What's that word? Approachable. Approachable. Your people approach you sometimes a little too aggressively, right? So stop doing that oh. if you do that to Devin. Stop approaching him aggressively. But some people, you know, you're more approachable than let's say Dan or I separately. People don't Correct. generally just ask us questions or try to shit on what we're doing or anything like that. I mean, um, you're intimidating. Shit, you just I mean, cursed out sh- everybody on the podcast already. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm you know like. And, and, and I don't think, I mean, I don't think you should be, you know, jumping on anybody. I don't think that's like a reasonable thing to do. It's just, it's, it's not, you know, good etiquette period. But anyway, that's the point is that Devin's story, he, he tells you about his life. He tells you about who he is. You kind of know Devin from, if you go to his media, you don't know much about me except from this podcast or maybe watching some Mm -hmm. of the YouTube videos because some of my personality is in it. But if you don't meet me at a track, you don't know about me. Right. And that's the difference. You don't feel that from professional awesome. And maybe we should have more of that. And we've talked about that, that maybe we shouldn't be as so engineering based or so clinical or whatever. Maybe we should just be more floaty and, and, and have that kind of, you know, we're working on it. We're making it work it out. I don't know. We're We're trying. We're 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 in a fucking podcast. We're fucking, we're trying. See, exactly. You get to, (laughs) you get to hear me rant about garbage and, but yeah, so that, that's, that's a big part of it is that, like, like, like Devin said, you just be yourself and you can provide some engagement. You can do something that's interesting. There's plenty of people who really don't know what they're doing and they've got plenty of engagement. Trust me, it's something that bothers me a lot and mm-hmm. I admit to it, but they don't know what they're doing and they've got plenty of engagement. And the point is not that they're, you know, that you have to know what you're doing. The point is that people will listen regardless. There's, there's, the world is huge. There's lots of people out there who want to listen to whatever you have to say, unfortunately, fortunately. So if you put it out there, there's a the higher possibility. If you keep trying, that something will come of it. So, I mean, yeah, go ahead. As, as I, was, I was trying earlier. Anyway, I am just starting out and I'm like, wow, sponsorships are neat. This is, I mean, it's, a, it, it's awesome. So having a sponsor is is great so where where do you where do you start one uh, can i you want me can i can i jump in and then you can talk to him go ahead yeah, yeah you start first sponsorships suck <laughs> P- 
partnerships are hard. That's exactly what I was going to say. Okay. Like, like I get same wavelength. All right, all right, all right. So GameStop is going to fund my entire operation. There we go. There, that's there the better go. way to go. That's freaking far easier. Low, yeah, freaking low Reddit stocks do that much better. I'm not, you know, I love our partners. I love everybody we deal with because we deal with them because we love them. They're amazing. The companies are amazing. That's why we don't have a billion of them. We have people that we really like to deal with and have deal. But partnership is not easy. It is not just oh, I got some shit for free. No. That's the point. That's what I'm trying to tell you right now. You have right. to be on the ball. You have to be posting about it constantly. You have to be telling your, you know, your 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 engaged folks why they need whatever you're selling without acting like you're trying to sell them something because nobody gotta, likes to be like, be yeah, yeah, got to be organic, right? I mean, exactly. Super liminal, right? It's the whole Simpsons joke, way back when. Yeah, liminal. <laughs> subliminal liminal and superliminal superliminal what's that hey you join the army right like like you can't do that i mean you can do that get an exity clutch right now that's my superliminal for exity you're welcome but that's not what people that's not what people react to right if anybody buys a clutch off of that, I really appreciate it. But that yeah, people, pretty fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh... um, but but that's the point is that it, it's not it's not just an easy thing. Like a great example is is Andy Schmidegard. Like a lot of people know him, you know, in our in our world stuff like that. He always doesn't like partnerships because he understands that they're hard. So he'd rather just work, work, work pay for stuff instead of having a sponsorship and then or a partnership and then having to be beholden to someone else and that's completely yeah. fine that's that that's that that's that a is a that is a cat. completely reasonable thing to do right it just depends on how you look at it right it depends on which direction you come at it so we come at it because we like the partners and i i like for me the extra value we provide is that a lot of them we do engineering work for and we do a lot of background work. So you, lots of you guys don't even know how much work we're doing in the background for them, but we do a lot of engineering and testing and things like that. And we provide feedback in that way with a little bit of, you know, a little bit of extra spicy sauce on there to make sure that their product is as good as possible. So if people only knew real life, man, it's only right. what really happens. Right. And that's the point. That's, that's part of literally in our package. That is part of what we offer. I'm going to go above and beyond and try to make their product as good as possible without being, you know, without, without overstepping my bounds, without being unreasonable. And, and again, we like to learn. We do it together. This is a partnership. It is not a sponsorship. It is a partnership. I'm doing something with, for you. You're doing something for me. We're going to do this together to grow because I want to grow with you. I don't just want to take a product and then be beholding to what you're doing and what you're asking me to do. I want to grow with you and we can work together. So we've had plenty of partners who in the past who have given us something and then we will post about them, we'll work on them, we'll do engineering work for them, and they never make a post about us. They never mm -hmm. talk about us. Even when we win, we set records, all that stuff that we do, not one peep. That is unacceptable. That is not yes. an acceptable partnership. Yeah, so to the to the company that are listening, this is a like this is a relationship. A a part, road. Yeah, a partnership right. is not you know sponsorship is bullshit. That's you giving somebody something and then fuck right. off. Partnership is a two way, two way, three way, wherever the fuck you want to do it. I mean, it's twenty twenty one. We can do a lot of different things. We can do but, all um, the ways. <laughs> I don't think but, there's, um, I don't think there's yeah. an upper limit now. We got to look in the Guinness no, Book of World Records. But keep tacking on. But, yeah, yeah. Yes. 
I 100% agree with you there. And like like you said, partnership's a lot of work. If you talk to my girlfriend, she'll tell you that it's fucking annoying, right? Because she always says that all I'm doing is I'm either researching something or I'm posting yeah, something, taking pictures, I'm being proactive and, yeah. and reactive. Yeah, she's got to open like, your you trunk so that you can take pictures. Like, that's exactly. a dick move. But hey, I, I'm involved. just fat, bro. Jesus yeah, she Christ. she even she was part of the she was part of your outreach and your engagement by making her crawl exactly. through a cage. Thank yes. you, Tam. I mean, Good job. Sacrifices had to be made. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah, they, it it just it's a two way street. You want to work together. This isn't some overbearing relationship where they're giving you something and then you give them something else in return and, and then and that's that. There are some rigid contracts where you have to meet certain guidelines and that's completely acceptable. But in the whole scheme of things, it should be a fluid relationship that grows, that helps people build, that you work together. And it is not easy and that's okay. Agreed. Well, so uh, I, I'm guessing, I'm hoping you guys learned something from this and Honestly, we really want to hear feedback about this, and we want you to hit us up about it, too. Yes. yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. So, like, statement is not false. Yeah, the, so it's just, it's just interesting to me because, because people look at it from the outside, right? This is another one of those things. So, like, like, to summarize on partnerships and stuff, get out there and do something. If, you, if you're really actually looking for partnerships, get out there and do something. But put your yeah. best foot forward. Don't 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 half-ass it. Don't like look for a little bit. There's plenty of there's plenty of things where, you know, people are going to slip. People aren't going to do the best they can. You know, you'll be in a partnership with people, and maybe you don't succeed. You know, you said, "Hey, I'm going to go to the track three times this year," and you don't make it. That happens. If you're an industry professional, and that happens to one of your partners or whatever, and that guy didn't make it to the track, that happens, right? Shit happens. Just get a helmet, right? But it's how you make up for it. It's how you work on that relationship. It's how it's organic, and that's what you need to move forward with. It's beholden to nobody else inside, outside of that relationship. Nobody else needs to know how your partnership is set up. Nobody else even remotely needs to know, you know what that means. You providing value, again, might have nothing to do with showing up at the track, might have nothing to do with, you know what I mean, like basically doing right. install videos or anything like that because a lot of the times – that might not be what they're asking for, and that might not even be valuable. So get out there, do something, start, try, and if you're just con consistent, you'll grow. All these massive YouTube channels, all these people with partners and stuff like that, all they did is try. They're, they're, to think that those people are amazing and they're the best at something and they're giving you ridiculously good information mm. and all this stuff, no, they're not. They're really, yeah. really not. Most of the information in the world is terrible information. Hence the point first point in this video um, <laughs> yeah it's terrible so. information but they're just doing it they're getting out there and they have engagement and and as much as you want it to be about records as much as you want to be about wins as much as you want to be about driving and from a marketing standpoint it's just not that helpful so do something else and it sucks that you have to do more than that but you do we if you're a winner will definitely help you out though so let us know oh. <laughs> so to also, summarize everything Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think it's also important to realize you sh try not to take on more than you can handle. Like, Oh, yeah. Don't overpromise. Overpromise. Yeah, that's just it. If you overpromise and underdeliver, it's really easy to put yourself in situations where you're just going to 
you're not going to have what you have now. It's not going to be a Whereas good day. Whereas if, you, if right. you can under-promise or undersell yourself just a little bit and over-deliver, you look a lot better. Right. But it's, that doesn't I, mean I will you be don't necessarily it's, have to... It's a fine line. It is yeah, a fine, fine line. Nobody knows line. what's going to happen. And that's what I'm saying by it's an organic relationship. You, you figure it out. It's between people. People are flexible. People can deal with changes, stuff like that. You never know what's going to happen. And as long as you like, we've had plenty of times where we didn't make it to where we wanted to make it. And so we extend the contract. We extend whatever we're doing. We give them some other type of value because there we're finding go. substitutes for what it is. That's all it's about. Like if everybody, mm -hmm. if you're with somebody who's like, you should have been at the track this day and that's all that matters and blah, 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 get the fuck out. Like, don't even deal with it because yeah, that's, that's not a good partner for you. If, if everyone's so stringent about it, it's like they've never missed anything in their life. Oh my God. Right. Nobody's perfect. Right. That's the point is that partnerships are about fundamentally providing value for both parties. And if it means this happens a lot, if it means that I have to make it to an event, then I am do poorly in that event or it costs me an extra amount of money, a, a substantial amount of money to be there and then not even perform, that is not good for you and that is not good for your partners. And if you can explain that to them in a way that makes sense, like I just explained it to you, then it's fine. But if it's not, like if all they wanted you to do is be there, then maybe you should move on from that partnership or you better figure out a way to provide supplemental value somewhere else. That's that. So in summary, you know, be you 100% and be consistent, find value, and things will be all right. And it's going to be a lot of work, so please don't expect it to be easy. Or Devin's out here a fucking pep talk. GameStop when okay. it's down <laughs> Ted talk. and when it spikes another 40%. Would you sub wouldn't you just be surprised that you bought yourself a new turbo? Like it's there you crazy. go. Perfect. Just wait for those just wait for those low stocks and you'll be you'll be perfect. Just do that. Just do yeah. that. Disregard this entire podcast. Yeah. Wait for the waste lulls. Of time. Yeah. Wait for Reddit <laughs> to tell you what to invest in. Do that. <laughs> Buy what you uh, want. It, fuck Stop listening. It, Stop listening. It works for me. It can work for you. Yes, that's true. I, I will say, Hayden does have a pretty nice ass car. I'm fucking here. I am with yeah. this claptrap ass a court. <laughs> Should have got on. Uh, okay. Time. Okay. So in the last few minutes that we have here, progress report update. Where are we all at? So well, I guess. Yeah, Devin, go for it. You can start. I've spent a fucking week preparing this goddamn Corvette to get painted. I just got a cage from TRF. They did an amazing job. Took them four days to do it. It's taking me fucking longer to paint it. It is yeah. a waste of my goddamn Shut time, up. and I hate yeah. it so much. TRF's amazing. Just I want to double yeah. up on that one. TRF yeah. is amazing. Yeah. You get your car back, and it's done. Like I, I That shit I can't imagine. Anyway, if, if you need a cage, please go to them because the man, a week. It was four days, actually. It was less than a week. D yeah. Just do it. Don't. Don't, it's don't a, add it's amazing. Just it's do amazing. it. Um, and I started the DCT work on the S2000. Just got the adapter plate, the electronics, and some other tidbits from Dami and HDI. So we're working on that probably sometime next month. Yeah, so shout that out to Dami. Dami works on that one. Good. And that is that is it for me. We got Hopefully we got some track time happening next month. And uh, we got, still got a lot of work to do. So. Yeah, no plenty doubt. of work to do. Hayden, what's up with you? Oh, 
Okay, I'm moving in three weeks, so I can't order anything right now because I don't know where it's going to be shipped to uh, for the project card that's sitting in my garage, the uh, the little golf. Uh, I have a welder now, so <laughs> I am prepping to weld floors. I'm prepping then... to ruin everything. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I cannot yeah. wait to fuck everything up. And then um, join them. I've got to replace... <laughs> I gotta replace some bushings on the rear axle before I slap it back into place so it can go on a U-Haul trailer to the new place. Uh, and then I just traded in my other GTI uh, for a new GTI with GameStop earnings because <laughs> Reddit helped me out. Pretty, it worked out pretty nicely. So I uh, went from a 2015 GTI that was a manual to a 2021. Uh, GTI that is the uh, DCT and I love it and I cannot wait to autocross it and track it. It's my car. I nobody else has driven it or owned it, so it's it's neat owning a owning a new car and we'll see how long it takes me before it's abused. Um, because it's One month. a oh right because it's a it's the year that the U.S. put the uh mark eight in europe or sorry sorry that volkswagen put the mark eight in europe and it's not in the u.s they put the mark eight ecu in the 7.5 which is what the u.s is selling until next year so there isn't a tune out for it yet so i'm sitting here waiting to put my warranty in a nice little gray area here soon so that it can go uh autocross i'm not supposed to say it on or, a podcast. Uh, uh, I I said in a gray Boyd. area. Boyd. It's okay. I'm gray area. I got my laptop. Everybody bro. acknowledges it. I got my um, You want 36 or 57 degrees? Of time? <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Uh, but yeah, put the uh, there's uh, APR makes really nice tunes for Volkswagen. So um, I've been pretty highly suggested that um, for just uh, drivability. So that's where I'm gonna gonna head when that drops. So that's where I am. Lewin? How about you, Mike? Well, Grant and I have been working on the Evo, and so we redid the entire cooling system because we wanted to just do it, finalize it once and for all, and uh, get that working the way that we expect. So we, we've changed some things on it. Like I said before, we just want reliability out of it. So we've been improving that, obviously. Um, that's all been redone in, in Dash 20 Red Horse Lions. We've got, um, we changed some things for the air bleeds are and stuff like that. But I think that's this is going to work. Like all the engineering says, this is going to work well. I hope it works well. This will help us with some of our reliability problems. I think so that we can actually run more than one lap, two laps, three laps, whatever it is. We'll actually run a couple laps. Hope to Jesus. We'll see what happens. You know, on the other gross. side of it, like I said, the car is completely different. You know, Link ECU, um, AIM data systems and stuff like that. We got the PDM. Love the PDM. Um, but yeah, X shift trans now we we actually have diffs in the car. Like it's going to be a different monster and I'm really excited to get it out there. So that's pretty sweet. Uh, on the other side of it, um, since, since I pushed everyone to do DCT, right. So I have to do it myself, like I talked about. So the Cobra's got, I've got all my diamond work stuff as well for the Cobra. So I've got that trans going in here shortly. I 3d scan that trans tunnel as well as the engine and trans, both of my different transes. So if you need a scan of that, let me know. And uh, I figured that both of them don't fit, so I'm going to have to cut some stuff out, but no big deal there. Oh, yeah. On route. Yep. Yeah, that's okay. We'll get it figured. But that's going to be sweet. I'm pretty excited for that. Um, then 
Um, I know Dan's working on that Evo 10. We've got some exciting stuff coming for that. We're going to do some brake testing on that. Um, we've talked about that before, so that's going to be pretty sweet. And then we're going to do some supplemental aero videos um, because we want to do some back-to-back -back testing and really get you know some good information out to you guys that's based on testing. And then other than that, uh, hopefully, we're going to do some aero bite slash professional awesome bite videos for people just on, on basic stuff, um, rolling on up to the more, uh, let's say, expert content here shortly so i'm pretty excited we're trying to you know do our do what we tell other people to do and, and bring more content so hopefully we can do that here shortly awesome and that will wrap it up for today thanks with that being said you know what i need from you my five star ratings and those goddamn reviews it doesn't matter what you say hell you can even say i made you do it it really helps with the algorithm so we can keep making these episodes. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Professional Awesome Racing. You can even join our support group at Professional Awesome Technical Support. If you're interested in our consulting services, you should stop by ProfessionalAwesome.com. And until next time, I'll see you later. And I better see some goddamn reviews.